Hey, this is Liz. This is Heather. This week, we are diving into the holiday movies that made us. All right, hit that music. Yeah, we're we're back. You know, it feels it feels like it's it's been a little while and I think it actually has been a little bit of a while since we've actually recorded on this show, but I've done some guest starring things on a couple of other shows, so I just feel like I'm I'm recording all the time and then I get to like, oh crap, we don't have a show for our for our podcast this week. So, yeah. Well, it's also been the holidays, so that has added a little bit of conflicts to a lot of schedules as well. But yeah, we I did kind of look up and realize we're already two thirds of the way through December. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess we're not going to do the three or four episodes my mind had planned. <laughs> I know we were texting back and forth. I'm like, you realize there's 10 days left in the month? I was like, right? nope, not really. I don't know. I, I literally have no track of time anymore. I just I can't keep up with it. The only reason I know like certain days of the week is because Paul has left the house to go to work two days a week. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, he's not here. It must be Monday. I don't know. It's Yeah. I mean, I still have meetings, so that kind of keeps me on the Monday through Friday track. But I'm noticing that I'm getting more and more lax with my wardrobe <laughs> and stuff. And I, I used to be like, I'm going to, you know, dress up so that it feels like work. And now it's like, you know what? They can't see the bottom half of me. So it's the jam of pants it is. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I picked up a new show that I'm going to be editing a new podcast and or not new podcast, but new to me as an editor. And I took a meeting with uh, with this girl the other day. And you know, usually you're like, okay, I'm gonna have a little meeting. Did not even bother dressing up. And I got on the call with her and neither did she. And I was like, oh, we're so going to work well together. It's awesome. So I had, um, I went to a virtual funeral and uh i mean that's what you do now right and uh, so i so this was for my uh, great aunt mm -hmm. and she always wore like this sassy lipstick so i put on sassy lipstick and sat down for the meeting or the the funeral and nobody had their cameras on so i was like well nobody's gonna see my sassy lipstick that i went through this effort <laughs> like here's my and i was kind of like irritated yeah. you know because i'm not gonna be the only one with the no every time no. yeah i i did a i did a recording with the podcast the restricted section the other day to do one of the chapters in harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban and you know i flipped on the the record like the call but not the camera they're like we can't see you liz it was like oh crap I had not planned for that. It's <laughs> like, okay, here it goes. Like, like you need time to plan if there's going to be a video camera involved. I'm I just know. saying. Yep. We don't all live on Instagram and look beautiful all the time. Though I have to say, 2020 has been a has been a delightful equalizer. I think because so many people are like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And I'm like, you know, now we can find you if you ever go missing. So. Yep. Well, you know, it's the holiday season and I like comfort food, but mm. there's not really very exciting to talk about on the podcast. So I'm going to talk about comfort movies. Yes. I love comfort so, movies. Yes. In fact, and we've talked about this because we had that whole episode on like the Hallmark Christmas movies mm -hmm. last year. And I read actually an article in Time magazine that 
yeah, these movies are terrible, mm -hmm. but that's not why you watch them. No. You watch them because they're just mindless brain candy during a really tense time of your life. And I'm like, you know what? That's a very good way of putting it mm -hmm. because... Uh, you know, Craig decided to come out and watch it and he's bitching the whole way through. And I'm like, I know all of this stuff is stupid. I just don't need to hear it. Like, cause <laughs> <laughs> I know that they went back to the hometown for some ungodly reason. And there's like 85 hours in a day. Cause they get all this shit done in one day. And, uh, you know, they have four weeks off, but I know all that stupid. And I know that's the person they're going to fall in love with. And they'll realize it right at the end, blah, blah, blah. Don't talk bad about it during the movie. We all know it. Yeah. I want to watch the movie. Yeah. Or, and don't ask me questions about why this and why I'm not yeah. here There's, to explain this to you. We're, this is not, not mystery science theater. And, yeah. And I'm not watching it close enough to actually know the answers to all those questions. No, I'm because, usually doing three other things at the same yeah, time. Yeah. They're, they're filling in plot holes with dialogue and blah, blah, blah. And I, um, I can't be bothered to listen that hard or watch that hard. Have, do you watch the videos of the Holderness family? Do you know who they yeah. are? Mm -mm. Um, they do all the like music videos and stuff with their kiddos and stuff they did the christmas jammies one like 10 years ago and they like blew up anyway they did one that was basically uh mocking those type of christmas movies and it's so funny because they're like all of their dialogue is basically delivered deadpan it's like oh mitch i didn't see you there what are you doing here in this town and you're a billionaire, even though you run a hunting cabin. You know what I mean? Like just, <laughs> just insane and ridiculous. Though, since I've been working on writing stuff, I've been a lot more groups with other writers and different genres because because I write observational humor. I don't write fiction or anything like that. So I'm talking to all these different authors, romance and whatever else. And they're like, yeah, OK, so if your book does not have a happily ever after, or at least a happily ever right now, you cannot put it a, as a romance. Like it is not in the romance genre. It can have romance in it, but it has to be listed as something else. Like that's one of the rules. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. So funny. And I'm assuming the movies all run the same way. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sure. In fact, there was one that I watched just a, just recently. Oh, California Christmas. That um actually just seemed like there wasn't much Christmas in it. Mm -hmm. Like they threw it in at the end. They were like, "Oh, you know what? We need to make this one of the Christmas movies." <laughs> it's like Die Hard. It got really yeah. cheesy. It got really cheesy and <laughs> stupid dialogue-y, and we won't be able to sell this unless we throw a Christmas tree in it. Mm -hmm. It's like Sharknado uh, Christmas edition. Throw a reef around that. the shark's neck. <laughs> they need to do that anyway. So, but, uh, so kind of what prompted this topic was Netflix has a documentary special called the holiday movies that make us. And it's just a spinoff of the movies that make us, but they specifically looked at elf and nightmare before Christmas. I was a little surprised. They only did two movies because usually with that, they have at least four of them because they have a couple of different other, you know, like they, the toys that made us and the movies that made us things like that. But, and they have multiple, it was like, Oh, just two. Okay, cool. 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 Yeah. But I guess Maybe they take a long. More they take year. a long time to do so. So the documentary itself, I mean, they they do a good job. They make it interesting, but not and not too dry. Um, the way they kind of narrate through it, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I, and I quite like that. But uh, I I I love Elf. I love Elf the movie, and I was hoping there would be more lawsuits involved. <laughs> there were a lot of lawsuits involved. <laughs> I know, but I thought there'd be like more like. Um, more talking about the court not the court oh, or yeah, just no. you know that the process and then what they ended up saying but then they're like in the end it ended up working out i know <laughs> and i'm like, like what, what how, how did it end up working out are we still resolved or yeah, like, i know 
Uh, because I mean, that, that's what I was thinking is because it was so much of it was pulled from um, other films, most notably Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Right. The Rankin Bass movies from the exactly. 70s or 80s or whatever it was. And so much of it was pulled from that. I'm like, well, they had to have approval. And they're like, well, we thought we did. But apparently nobody told their lawyers that we had. I know they're like, this. listen, Rankin Bass hadn't done anything since like 1978. So it's probably fine. We can just it's it's an homage that we copied every uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> copy their characters, copy their costumes, the whole thing. Yeah, well, they said that, uh, you know, at one point they were just thinking we might have to either reshoot everything in costume mm-hmm. or change the color of the costume digitally. And they yeah. just changed the color of the costume uh, in the documentary. And it looked fine. And I was like, this isn't Superman's uh, mustache, man. Right. It's good. You know, it looks fine. <laughs> if they would have been a blue outfit, I would have been OK with it. Nobody would have been like, oh, that should have been green because then it would have looked exactly like. If only it had been green. Right now. So sad. And that's the thing, like, I I did not see Elf until probably almost 10 years after it actually came out. Oh, it's my favorite. I don't know why. I just, I I just never saw it. I don't know. I guess I had seen things of it and I was like, oh, that just looks silly or whatever. And there's like Fred Claus or something. And I was like, eh. But I just sat down and watched them and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And I loved it. So, so I didn't pay that much attention to, and, and also, honestly, it had been a really, really long time since I had seen any of those classic, uh, stop motion Christmas movies. So I wasn't paying that close attention, but obviously it still has that kind of flair to it. So it's enjoyable. It's really fun. Yeah. I, I really loved it. I saw it in the theater. So I saw it right when it came out, but, um, it was, a. By the way, that theater was packed. And I was like, if there was COVID then, everybody had it. Because mm-hmm. we, there was so much laughing and so much, like, enjoying of the of the movie that I just, I have a fond memory because of that. But I do remember, like, tearing up. And I normally don't get emotional during movies. And because it just had such a fun nostalgia. And it was, like, my first Christmas away from home. And yeah, um, so, you know, a lot of things were changing that year. So I thought that it really kind of was really quite emotional for me. But... I, but it also was funny and fun, and it wasn't just cheesy. Um, Will Ferrell k- killed it. Um, yeah, I love him in this movie. I'm not always the biggest fan of him in every one of his movies because a lot of the characters he plays are very similar and just kind of weird. But but he killed this, and he had that that childlike wonder thing happening, and that was that was delightful because it wouldn't have worked if it was Buddy the sarcastic elf. You know what I mean? Like it just. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can't see him. What That's what makes him so funny to me is that he, you can tell he's a full grown man. Mm-hmm. And in this, even in Saturday Night Live, but he always kind of acts a little played down. Like he's very young and very immature. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it kind of worked out fine. They, you know, he was reined in a little bit, I'm sure. But, um, you know, I didn't realize this was like one of John Favreau's like first real movies yeah yeah and because i mean i was like i just knew him from swingers i'm like oh it's the guy from swingers <laughs> <laughs> I, I when i was going back watching this and every time i watch it now i'm like okay so john favreau iron man we got mm-hmm. that he's done a lot of these marvel movies now and he's working on the mandalorian all these things are amazing 
And they see Peter Billingsley, who is the the head elf or whatever in this show. And he's also Peter Billingsley. That's what I said. Oh, no, I thought you said I I thought you're talking about not the head elf, that the guy that uh, Peter Dinklage, who they. No, 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 I would not call him an elf. He'd flip me over a table. (laughs) No, no. Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie in A Christmas Story. And it took me years. Oh, I don't think I put two and two together there. Oh, yeah. So the one who's like, oh, don't worry. You're not that far behind schedule. Yeah, that is Ralphie from A Christmas Story. So, yeah. But apparently he was also like a producer on Iron Man. So there you go. There you go. There you go. Everything comes back to Marvel. I know. It all comes back to Marvel. Or Disney. I mean, and and Disney didn't own any of this, but now Mm -hmm. they do. I guess they don't. I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Everybody owns everybody now. We don't research for the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just kind of, we were just like, well, we'll just kind of breeze through it. But then we started talking about it. But yeah, yeah so I mean, I, but Favreau, I mean, pretty impressive. Cause well, it was really impressive in general that this movie is so good because literally nobody in charge of making this movie had any experience doing anything. Mm-hmm. The writers didn't. The producers had no idea. The studio's like, we don't understand this movie. And this was like one of Will Ferrell's first leading guy roles. Like Old yeah. School came out right at the same time. And everybody's like, oh, oh, I don't know if we can compete against Old School. It's not the same kind of humor. And But that's the thing. Like He's such a staple in movies now. You don't think about, oh, well, because, again, when I saw it, it was 10 years after the fact. So it's like, oh, just another Will Ferrell movie. But at the time, they're like, you mean that guy from Saturday Night Live? Like, right? So. Yep. Ah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So that's Elf. And I love Elf. And, you know, I own it. And I have actually purchased it a couple of times somehow. Yep. But, same. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> we I, have mean the, I have it. I have the Blu-ray, hard copy. We have the digital. We even yeah. got it, the uh, the special box set, Christmas box set that came out at the time that had, like, an elf stocking, which is on my wall, um, a, a CD, like it's just all this stuff in there. So, yeah. So I would say though, you know, of all of the ho- the movies, holiday movies that make us, this would be the number one movie on my list because mm. um, it's my favorite. I end up watching it every year somehow. You know, if either it's on. And oh, I've watch watched it three or four times already this year. So yeah, oh, it's a, I mean, it's a great movie. It just makes you happy. Yeah, anyway. and it is a good white noise movie too so like when i usually when i put on my christmas like when i decorate my house or or whatever which i've not so much been in the the mood to do this year but i usually put on either a christmas movie or you know pandora christmas station or some Mm -hmm. kind and it's just nice to have in the background and you can stop and watch and it's funny it's still funny you know it's not something that oh that was funny the first time i saw it and now so yeah but no, it's yeah. still fun, and I love it. And I love um, Zoe Deschanel in it. She's amazing. That's my only problem with the movie, not Zoe Deschanel, is the fact that they are 12 years apart. And I'm just like, <laughs> he's a, just a little too old for her. Like, even even though he has this, like, young person mind and everything, that's a little off. I don't, th- I don't think they look that. I, don't I mean, 12 years is that. not crazy, but, it's like, not. it's... It's not, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess it's normal, but at that age, like 12 years is kind of a bigger deal Meh. than it is, you know, when you're well, older. Well, being as that. he'd never seen a girl who wasn't under three feet tall is probably, you know, it's fine. Yeah, he's all like, that's a grown up right there. <laughs> that's a lady. <laughs> anyway. So, and then uh, the second one was The Nightmare Before Christmas, and I'm a mm-hmm. Disney person. Yeah. And so I was really interested in watching this, but like, to tell you the truth. I'm not a huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan, like 
the movie. I loved this movie when it when it first came out. It was like 1993 and I was like a junior in high school or whatever. And I remember all of my friends and we were, you know, my friend Lainey, who's been on the show before she was there. And and we hung out with these guys who were like, eh, not stoner guys, but, you know, kind of the eh, <laughs> the kind of the adrift crowd who's indifferent and whatnot. And, and I was like, we should go see this because it's Disney. So I love that. It's a musical, also a fan. And it was weird enough to get the guys to come along because it was Tim Burton. And I didn't realize that they were like making this, you know, same time as Batman, you know, or at least Batman Returns when that one came out, which I'm sorry, I far prefer Nightmare Before Christmas to Batman Returns. I really do. So... Yeah. Well, it's different though, and I mean, I, I mean, I like, I love the Batman movies. So, except for, I mean, Batman Returns is a little gross, but it the is way gross. they were talking about um, Tim Burton in this movie, in the in the documentary, mm-hmm. he wasn't even were, there. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> he's like a fucking rock star, and I'm like, and you know, just hops in, does something, shits all over everybody, and then leaves, and I'm like, he okay, seems so to have like a massive anger management problem. <laughs> Because I think he was just like, every time they would bring something to his attention, he's like kicking his steel-toed boot through the wall and just, I don't yeah. know. It's like, wow, weird. Yeah, like, they, you know, there was a part where the the lady that wrote Edward Scissorhands, based on a sketch that he did in high school, mm-hmm. um, that uh, she was her first movie she was ever on was Edward Scissorhands. And she was talking to the actors because they asked her a question. And apparently that was not allowed. And then they never talked again. Like she, I'm like, um, okay. So, so he seems like kind of a diva is all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Something. So that that was a weird, that was a weird thing. The whole making of Nightmare Before Christmas is weird because he was a Disney animator, which Mm -hmm. also seems weird to me. Just, I mean, I guess I knew that somewhere in the back of my mind, but it's like, hmm. and Disney's like, yeah, this is, this is a little too weird for us. This is. Very strange. So instead of calling it the Nightmare Before Christmas, we're going to call it Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. But he doesn't have anything to do with it. I know. And it was like, did he write it even? Like, I mean, I think he just sketched the couple of the storyboards. Now, now, I'm not saying that um, it was not great. But the best part about that is the musical numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the aesthetics necessarily weren't part of the musical numbers unless well, they they story. are i mean it it <laughs> definitely works well together but the one thing that that movie did do was put danny elfman on the map as a composer mm-hmm. like he was you know in oingo boingo and now name me three oingo boingo songs you can't uh, it's a dead man's party uh <laughs> that's the main that's the main one that i know but i did like oingo boingo at one time i just can't name him another song of theirs but anyway <laughs> But now he's Danny Elfman, the composer. So he was not yeah. before because they, they were like, hey, Danny, we really like you. We'd like you to write that. And he thought he was just going to write a couple of the songs. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. We need you to score the whole thing. And that was not something that he had done before. And he's like, um, I don't do that. So I'm going to pass. They're like, no, you're not. And he's like, OK. So, <laughs> well, th- what I love about this, though, is the music that it brought out. And I love the aesthetic. You know, yeah. there is something to be said for Tim Burton's aesthetic. It's cool. It's dark. But just like a lot of his movies, like, I like to look at posters and steals of it. And But the movies themselves kind of don't in, enchant me. Is right. That a word? Is, that, is that the word that's proper? They, I'm not Entice? Enticed? Enticed? Yeah, it may be enticed. But um, 
However, like at Disneyland, they change out the Haunted Mansion to be the Nightmare Before Christmas between um, October and New Year's, right? Mm -hmm. And it is so fun. And I love every little piece of that. But then, you know, I go and watch the movie. I just watched it a couple weeks ago. I'm just like, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. So I really dug this movie. And like I said, it's like my junior year of high school. So this was something I, I enjoyed very much at the time and then kind of forgot about, as you do, as you're growing up with certain things. And it has come back to bite me in the ass hardcore with my sister's little kids because they fucking love this movie. And they will watch. My niece has been watching it like on a loop for four years, just obsessed with it. And she, she wants all the things and she will just wander around singing the songs and things like that. And it's adorable, but I'm also a little over it. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and mention the director because apparently the director is never actually uh, thought of as being the director of this because it's toted as Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, but he directed nothing. So yeah, Tim Burton was off directing Batman. And that's all that anybody apparently gave a shit about. But the poor director, uh, Henry Selick, has not gotten any Mm-mm. kudos for being the director of Nightmare Before Christmas. It's all still going to Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. It wasn't <laughs> Tim Burton. He sketched, <laughs> he sketched some things. Danny Elfman wrote the mm-hmm. songs. And uh, and his Henry- girlfriend was the writer. Yep. Whatever her name was. Caroline something or other. Uh, yeah. So... I, I don't have that. But anyway, any but it was a Henry Selick's directorial debut. So apparently, though, it well, it wasn't a huge success at the box office. And they you know, said it was probably because they only marketed it to adults. Um, yeah, I they took the marketing of the kids away from it for some reason. I don't yeah. Know. And so because of that, it didn't become big until like people started renting it at a blockbuster and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and that happens a lot. Princess Bride was like that. Mm-hmm. Another another uh, uh, Chris Sarandon <laughs> movie <laughs> that doesn't get big until after. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But but I you know I I like the movie and I like the I like the feel of it. But again, it's not something that the story doesn't enchant me like I thought it would because with the musical numbers by themselves, those are the best parts. Well, and it's so almost like Hamilton, I- where like ninety percent of the movie is the musical numbers so they really do kind of flow one into the other which is nice and that's what she was the writer lady was saying she's like well you know there's not that much to write really once the songs are in there it's it's kind of it it's just yeah what's this is the best song though yes it is and apparently that was the starting start Mm -hmm. of it so yeah they did that one and they you know they they wanted that hyper reality kind of you know fantasy land of the north pole and everything is bright and colorful and he said nothing in halloween town no colors in halloween town except for black white gray and orange yeah which made me wonder what like um sally's outfit is not those colors though no hers is kind of a cream colored yeah so it's also like a pa- but there was also other stuff in there i mean there were greens and shit in there because they had that fog was all green and the frog yeah. and, you know, they had some stuff so hmm. i was like you're saying these things but i have seen the movie 137 times in the last four years so yeah yeah <laughs> so let's go ahead and take a break mm-hmm. and when we come back we'll talk about our personal movies that made us perfect do you like weed snacks and tv who doesn't 
My name is Kelsey, and I'm the head pilot of Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. We're based in Maine, where medicinal cannabis has been legal a while and adult use just started, so our cannabis options are incredible. We also have some of the best restaurants and places to eat in the country, and I love to find new snacks to satisfy those munchies. So join me and my mostly gal pals weekly on Weed Wednesday at 4.20 Eastern Standard Time for our new podcast episodes. We'll try a main cannabis product, and then we'll snack and snark over the pilot episodes of your favorite TV shows. In our third season, we're excited to be offering a monthly bonus episode called Burn Cruise and including our listeners' hilarious stoner stories and our recipes reviews along with a ton of laughs all the high-flying fun is available at pilotlights.com that's p-i-l-o-t-l-i-t-e-s.com be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening right now to make sure you don't miss a moment of the fun some podcasts are like this the bodies of three hikers were all empty and their organs were laid out like a sunday dinner And some podcasts are like this. You know what? I'm going to tell you why having a large penis ain't always a good thing. But only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this. Oh, you want that to blow up in real life? Fuck it. Oh, you're such a money slut. Take it all. (laughs) (laughs) You want to turn that boy into goo into a fucking helicopter? Yeah. Uh, Fuck it. (laughs) Goo him up a lot. This is Beat 'em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.cult45podcast.com. Also, check out our YouTube for that sweet, sweet video content. And for just $3 a month, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash cult45podcast for exclusive content and swag. Cult45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. All right, we're back. We are back. Yes. So so now that we've talked about Netflix's two movies that made them. The holiday we're gonna, movies. Specifically. The holiday yeah, movies, yeah. yes. Uh, actually, the original movies that made a series on Netflix has a couple of holiday movies in it. It's got Home Alone and, and Die Hard, if oh, you okay. count that. Yeah. I, I count those. I mean, I definitely count Home Alone. That's I count Home Alone. Definitely I meant, Christmas movie. Oh, I count Die Hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's schools. Don't at me, folks. Actually, at me. I don't care. There's schools like... of thought that go the other way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so let's talk about what were some of the movies that, holiday movies that you just had to watch, like growing up or or now, like what are ones that you have to get into your holiday season or it's just not complete? Um, The only one that like, I don't have a tradition where I have to watch said movie, but, um, so it's not like you with white Christmas. Oh, did I spoil yours? Mm. <laughs> I have a list. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, I, I actually don't have one that I have to watch. Generally I do watch elf. And mm. if, um, something on Pixar makes like a little holiday movie for like 30 minutes, I always watch those. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonderful life. I generally see every year. Ooh. That is one of my least favorite. It is not my least favorite, but it is not. Oh, I don't. It's not I, one that I enjoy. You, I agree. There is I nothing. Really don't I don't like it. <laughs> I, I usually, it's just in the background. You know, I watch it. Um, but I actually seriously sat down and watched it because my husband was reviewing it on his podcast. And I was like, well, I'll watch mm-hmm. it, John, you know. And then, and when you're actually like not reading something while you're watching it, I keep forgetting mm-hmm. how much, um, how mean 
uh, the, yeah. the main guy is. I'm like, he's just kind yeah. of a jerk, but he's also really nice. He's like, I'm like, I think he's bipolar. I think he's my ex-husband. <sighs> or it's like, yeah, or maybe he's just... really nice to other people, but like, yes. um, he may not be that nice to his family. <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's that's my ex-husband exactly. no i yes, mean i like that yeah i he just like he just has really ha- big highs and really big lows and uh um i don't know they made they but i mean I, I still like the idea that at the end of the day people are generally good but it's not true and so <laughs> there's that i was like that has not been my experience and i think 2020 is really highlighting oh, that yeah, for yeah. people yeah <laughs> yeah it shows that first of all half of the people that you know are are fucking nuts and yep. believe in conspiracy theories yes. and the other half um are uh won't can't do anything about it so we're just yep. we're just in this like just terrible <laughs> terrible um holding pattern yeah i was talking to my dad right before i came in to record and he said he had gone into uh like cvs or something this evening and saw somebody with like a hundred rolls of toilet paper in their cart and I was like, oh, I guess they must have lifted their two per person ban. I don't know what. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. And uh, he's like, I thought about saying something, but people are fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah, don't do that. Like, just mind your business. You don't need to be up in anybody else's business. And we won't have anybody going viral on the YouTube for uh, crazy in-store shenanigans. Yeah. So. And by the way, if those people are buying CVS toilet paper, they're spending a lot of <laughs> money on toilet He's like, paper. I think it was like Scott Rollers. I was like, I don't know. Actually, my sister and I were joking the other night about how we should just have a toilet paper exchange mm-hmm. where everybody just goes and buys toilet paper and we just keep it stocked at her house because she's got a big house with a couple of rooms they don't really use yet. And I was like, we should just do that. But I was like, yeah, somebody's going to track us down and kill us for toilet paper. Yeah, I know. People are crazy. But, yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, man, I tell you, over Thanksgiving, Paul was traveling to go see his mom. Um, you know, they, everybody's social distance, but had to go see his mom at, out of town. And he was like stopped to get gas outside of Houston. And he has mask on because that's the law. Mm-hmm. And he just, you know, you're really only like two feet from a person on the other side of the pump. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not far. So wearing a mask is totally appropriate. And some weirdo hillbilly like got out of his car and started cursing him out and screaming at him because he was wearing a mask saying that he was what was wrong with our country today i'm like uh, I know. and it's not the first time it's happened to him did you tell him He's to been, start coughing like that's, that's my what my thing. dad said i was like this is in the area where there's probably a lot of people with guns on their person so it's probably best just not to engage at all but it's not the first time it's happened multiple Mm -hmm. times he's gotten yelled at by people for wearing the mask it's like fuck yourself what if i had cancer what if i had anything what if i just don't want your hillbilly like moonshine germs on me Mm -hmm. people are crazy yeah like you know what this never happens to me like it's it's always to him and poor guy he's so nice i'm like yeah i I would probably have gotten a shot but there's that yeah you would have gotten everybody shot (laughs) yes yeah that's that's gonna be on my headstone (laughs) she got everybody shot it's probably true her damn mouth uppity woman if you end up getting if you end up getting shot i'm gonna make sure that's on your headstone she got <laughs> she got shot. She done got shot. <laughs> it was, sassy it, woman. It was just done a ma- got shot. Yeah. Oh, cause of death. Sassy. <laughs> sassy. <laughs> Please. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to write that down somewhere. Somebody's yeah. going to find it. It'll be amazing. Uh-huh. So, yes. <laughs> I, I saw that somewhere. It was like, my death will absolutely be caused by making a sarcastic remark at the wrong time. Yep. <laughs> but, 
totally a thing. Yes. Like um, that, you know, I mean, it's terrible, but there was like this um, uh, apartment complex where somebody got stabbed in Houston and it was an apart- apartment complex where you would not expect it, you know? Um, and so it was all over the news and mm. um, they were like, witnesses say the, well, the last words are, what are you going to do? Stab me? <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> you ask a dumb question. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's it. That, that, that. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's would have totally been our listener demographic mm-hmm. right there. Yep. Lady so, <laughs> bitches said, "You can't talk that way to me." <laughs> and scene. So, yeah. Okay, so I have a list of. I, I'm a huge fan of Christmas movies. I really, mm-hmm. really am. But I also keep my my sphere pretty small as to what I will watch all the time. Though there are a ton of other movies out there that I really love. But on my list, you've already said White Christmas. Absolutely the truth. When I was growing up, my grandmother had a VCR and like four VHS tapes total. <laughs> they, were, they were all musicals in like a tiger documentary or something. And one of them was White Christmas. So we just grew up doing that. And I grew up in musical theater. So you do the singing and the dancing and all the things. I love Rosemary Clooney. I love Bing Crosby, the whole thing. They're fantastic. So I will watch that probably 20 times every Christmas season. And at my sister's house, Christmas season starts in July. So that's, they start listening to Christmas music very early. And so it comes up a lot. Big fan. I've seen it twice this week already, and I'm good with it. Uh, a Christmas Story, I used to watch a lot more than I do. However, I usually, if we have TBS or whatever, and it's running that 24 hours of A Christmas Story, uh, I, it's on the whole time because I love it. Um, I also went to school with this kid in like junior high that looked exactly like the bully Scott Farkas. So. <laughs> So the first time I saw this movie was in like my language arts class in the sixth or seventh grade. And that kid was in the class. <laughs> so he pops up on the screen. Everybody just turns and looks at him like, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. wow. There's that. Uh, one that was that has been a huge influence like across my family, uh, like my, my late uncle loved it. My grandmother loved it was Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. And it's really the only one of the vacation movies that I can stand. Yeah, I agree. It's the only vacation movie I can stand, too. Yeah, the rest of them are just gross. I just, I don't know. I just don't like them. And uh, probably going to get my, my snark card taken away for that one. But I just know. I love the Christmas version of it. You've got, uh, I, I don't know, just everything about it is fantastic. Yeah. And then Home Alone comes up. Yeah. But it's not what I seek out. But if it's on, I'll watch it. Uh, you know, I have I decided ha- we should not watch it with my toddler niece and nephew, though, because they are already a little psychotic. So giving them ideas on how to booby trap the house is probably a terrible idea. Yeah. And I mean, I've said it before, though, about Home Alone. So I haven't seen it, by the way, since it first came out. Um, but really? I, but that same year, I saw it like three times in the theaters. The only thing I think now as a grown up, my questions for Home Alone are, what the hell do the McAllisters do for a living that they can afford a house that size in Chicago? Um, why is nobody calling child protective services on these people and taking their children away? They left the country and left a kid behind and like, didn't think to call somebody. I don't know. Weird. And then why are there's like 27 empty houses. What do they think this house that has 27 kids in it is really going to have? The house is impressive, but there wasn't really anything inside it that looked like, oh my God, wet bandits come and steal me. I I know. I always just wondered about... How come this entire neighborhood with these beautiful houses that you think families would like to commune at um, yep. are all on vacation elsewhere? 
Because mm. they can all afford to fly first class to Paris? I don't know. Yeah. It was like 19 people. You know how much that cost? It's like a $20,000 trip. I know. Easy. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that was Catherine yeah, O'Hara was in that. And, yes, the, and she I was in The her. Nightmare Before Christmas. She is in a nightmare for Christmas. When actually, when we were talking about this, I was like, you know what? We should just, we've been talking about adding a new series on different ladies, different actors, women actors that we love. And I was like, we should just do Catherine O'Hara because apparently that's this episode. She's in every one of these things. Yeah. And also Schitt's Creek, which I just watched in its entirety for the first time. And I freaking love that. So good. I, that, that is great. My recommendation for this episode. Yeah. Not even the good, good. The documentary Christmas thing. Just go watch Shit's Creek. It's amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. I agree. I watched, I just watched it this year too, the whole series because it was on Netflix. Yeah. I don't have cable, so I don't get to see all of these. Yeah, I don't either. I don't have as any they come out. Anyway. All right. So, Home Alone, I loved it. I saw it with, so, you know, I'm a child of divorce. So I saw it with like mm-hmm. one set of parents and then the other set of parents. And then at some point, I saw it with my neighbors. Um, so I saw it a lot that year. It came out. With. <laughs> I don't honestly remember if we saw it at theaters or. I don't really remember. It wasn't that memorable, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. So then the other big one for me is Elf. We've already talked about Elf. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then the Santa Claus and the Santa Claus 2. Yeah, they're with fun. With Tim Allen. Yeah. I love them. They're so cute. And they were kind of, I mean, not the first, but it was really one of that was that was, you know, it's a funny Christmas movie. It wasn't just sappy and like some of the other ones are combative, like the weird kid blowing his own house up and... I don't know. I just loved it. It was yeah. really cute. And I I even liked the one with uh, Jack Frost. I didn't like the third one as much. I really didn't. Yeah. But I loved the first two. Oh, so. yeah. I, I enjoy them. They were fun. And I think mm-hmm. that the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix kind of has a very similar feel. It's less comic booky, but the fact that you have mm-hmm. this kind of icon playing Santa Claus um, yeah. kind of fits in that same feel. And it really is. I mean, it's just a beautiful um, series, I think. And Goldie Hawn's in the second one. So, yay. Yeah, nice. Is that the one that has Jack uh, Kurt Russell in mm-hmm. it? Jack Russell, yeah. he's a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It came. I think the original. Yeah, the Jack Russell. <laughs> Jack Russell. <laughs> they, you know well, what? They really should have. They really should have had a kid and named it Jack. Jack Russell. <laughs> Be awesome. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting punchy. Um, the other one that's come up in the last couple of years, and it's not new, but I've only really kind of discovered in the last couple of years that I just think is a lot of fun is christmas with the cranks oh yeah that's fun i read the book it was based on uh yeah it's such a cute little movie i love it and i just i don't know i was like you know this is why i don't get to know my neighbors because (laughs) some people in their neighborhood were just fucking psychotic what do you mean you're not decorating where's frosty and i'm like um bite me yeah I know that's fun. I mean, I grew up in kind of, you know, my suburb neighborhood. We all, all of us knew each other, but I could not imagine for the life of me being threatened to like put Frosty up on the roof. <laughs> well, like the neighborhood I grew up in, I mean, it's only called a neighborhood in the loosest sense. We all lived on like three quarter to an acre plot, mm-hmm. you know, so your houses are not super close. We didn't have sidewalks, you know, that kind of thing. And so, I mean, I knew all my neighbors and shit and, you know, we put the things out in the yard, but you pretty much just mind your business. So... Yeah, no, we didn't mind our business, but we didn't uh, we didn't make demands of people like that. <laughs> I guess my mom is much friendlier than the rest of us. We're all like, fuck it. I don't know. We've lived in this house for six years, and I just got it. We got a note on the front porch the other day from neighbor kids 
just saying, hey, Merry Christmas, you're a wonderful person. I don't know. We never met any of these kids. And it's signed, your neighbors to the left. And I'm like, from which direction? From inside my house? From whence I live? Or if I'm standing there looking at it? I don't know. There's kids on both sides. I have no idea. I'm like, thank you, neighbors to the You could put your name on it. They didn't. Yeah. Neighbors to the left. Weird. Like, <laughs> that's how well we know people. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I barely know the people that I'm around, you know, but I don't, I don't talk to them. I saw how the election went. I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> yes. find out about my, uh, uh, you know, I'd like to know at what point, you know, you have like a deadline of when you're supposed to take your holiday decorations down by, at what point do we make people take their dumbass election signs yeah, down? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it should be in the HOA rule. I'm saying after the election, you must take down your sign. Yes. The people that live next door to my sister have two signs in their yard. One says veterans for Trump and one says women for Trump. And I'm like, yes, I, you know, it's it's nice (laughs) to finally have a president that, that supports women and veterans and veterans. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. apparently, uh, you know, that, that has not been the case in the past. (laughs) No, no, we've never seen that, or in the future. Ever. I guess I don't know. I've just, I know. just of all of the people to be like, pro- I know it's like, okay, what's next? Gays for Trump, and I mean, just <laughs> I don't know, kids in cages for Trump, <laughs> deportees for Trump. I don't know. It just, it just seemed a little insane. And I was like, did we? Could you couldn't have just gone with the generic Trump sign? You had to, you had to specify. And, and why is it still up? I don't so, know. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Uh, Black Lives Matter for Trump. (laughs) And then I was like, I don't know. Every time I see the women for Trump sign, especially my brain just goes to a very irrational and annoyed place. Mm -hmm. And I want to kick the sign. Yeah. Though I know everyone in the world has a ring doorbell. So I'm certainly not going to. It's all I need. It's just like something like, like, oh, this is this is why all men think women are stupid. That person, that person did it. Thank you. Thank you for that. Just like that. Thanks for setting us back, lady. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> I don't know. All right. Be supportive, I guess. But, you know, yeah. take the sign down. But I did I did like uh, Christmas of the Cranks. It was the John Grisham book was called Skipping Christmas. It was cute. Very similar because it was it's based on very it. cute. And I think people should mind their damn business. If you want to skip Christmas, do it. Yeah. It's too expensive. I kind of skipped it this year because I can't go up north. And, and uh, yeah, so I put a well, pop up not- Christmas tree that was $30. That's what I have. We bought a new Christmas tree this year because last year all my lights were burned out on my Mm. other tree. And I don't know. It came in a while ago, like in November, early November. And it's just been sitting in my living room. I just haven't had the spirit to do it. And apparently, I I guess Paul decided he was going to help. So he set it up the other day, sort of. He pulled it out of the box and put it on top of each other, but you know, you gotta fluff it. It needs to be yeah. fluffed. You know, once you yeah. fluff it the first time, though, it like doesn't need as much fluffing the next. No, time. No, no, the first is the worst because you're literally like peeling this shit, and that's the thing. It looks pretty scrappy right now because it's got one. It's got LED lights on it, mm-hmm. which I guess I didn't pay attention to when we ordered it. Yeah. But they're these little short stubby lights, so they don't quite give off as much white light as I would like. But I'm like, but I already bought it, so yeah, I like the LED eh. lights because they don't burn out as quick. Well, that would be nice, but uh, like I said, they're they're not like the the little, you know, the little flame lights mm-hmm. that are usually no, on that kind of thing. Stop around it, Christmas, yeah. yeah. The Christmas. These are just like, yeah, little. They look like little little round Lego things. Yeah, my, so. that's what mine has too. 
Yeah. So I don't have anyway. it out today, this year, but I will next year, theoretically. It's out. There's nothing under it. Or actually, the only ornament on it right now is Betty White with a cheesecake, Golden Girls. Uh, and we did get a Mandalorian set. So we have uh, Mando and the child in his little travel, you know, uh, bassinet thing. As like your nativity? No. <laughs> That'd be funny, though, wouldn't it? I have a bear's nativity, and I just think it's the funniest thing is all. And I was like, I wonder how many people are, like, terribly offended by my bears. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. The nativity thing I don't ever put up because it's a little too uh, religiously minded for me. But now I'm thinking I'll just make my own with Betty White and Mando and the child. Shut up. We need to do hilarious. it. Like, totally need do to do it now because Mando and the child is perfect. And so now you just need yeah. a, um, uh, a uh, yeah, uh, Mary. I forgot her name. I've got Betty White. <laughs> So you just need Mary. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, no, it needs to be, uh, what's her name? Who, Cara Dune? Yes. No, no, not Cara Dune. Um, the Jedi. With the long. Oh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I like it. Now i got to find one. I'll have to go on. And then, and then your and wise man could be, um, you know, other famous Jedis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not spoil. I'm not trying to spoil too much of the Jedi. So we, oh, I know you yeah, can yeah. make uh, Boba a wise man. Uh, Boba Fett, yeah, hilarious. That would be hilarious. We got it. He has had more screen time in the Mandalorian than he did in all of the original Star Wars universe. Yeah, that's true. Overrated. Not anymore. He has been rated. He is now probably underrated. A fan. So. Mm. Well, we'll see more of him next Christmas time. Yes. Yeah. So my assumption is they're going to do the Mando in like the same timing and then it will switch to the Boba Fett show or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Because he said December 2021. And Mm -hmm. so if Mando starts in October like it did this year, that's probably about right. Yep. And then we're going to get Ahsoka next year too. Yeah. Very exciting. Or maybe the year after. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I don't know the timing. Is. Like every, we lost a year. So just keep in mm-hmm. mind anything that was supposed to come out in 2021 uh, is not going to come out till 2022. And so the only thing is coming out in 2021 is the stuff that was planned for 2020 that did not get released already. Right. And now we are getting Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day, both in theaters, which no one will see, and on HBO Max. Yep. So. Yes. I know. I'm going to be watching it. And finally, my HBO sister's Max like, is on Roku. see it in the theater. We'll be the only ones there. <laughs> yeah. We don't even, ours isn't even open. But um, the, uh, uh, the the Roku could not, did not have HBO Max app. No. And so I didn't have it this whole time until like Thanksgiving. And I said, F it, I am buying a Chromecast. So I bought a Chromecast yeah. and then I plug it in. And then Roku's like, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> we got yes. Oh, we have it on Apple TV, so we get everything. Yeah. My sister's yeah. uh, smart TV was like that too with Disney Plus. It took them a little while to actually mm-hmm. get it on there. Yeah, but. they were fighting. Oh well. Okay, so um, I'm I can't think of another movie that you haven't already stated. Do you have any others? No, yeah. not really. There's, I mean, there's a million movies out there, but I tend to just watch the same ones, which is why it took me ten years to watch Elf and you know that kind. Okay, of thing. so I'm gonna throw one in there. What is a holiday movie classic that you are just meh about or generally dislike would you like to know my least favorite christmas tale of all time sure in any of its formats and it has been done do a not zillion say times. christmas carol because that, that's the one no it's I the best it. it is the best and hate it you need to hate watch it. it in the muppets version no no i hate them all oh it's paul's favorite christmas movie is scrooge the one with albert finney yep 
I'm telling you. And I, like I said, I'm not down just on that version. It's literally every version of that story. I just hate fuck you, Charles Dickens. What? Like just, yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm. He can't say fuck you, Charles Dickens. <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, yes, I can. <laughs> but like it's the best. I mean, I listen to mm. a different – I because I listen. I don't read. You know, I don't sit and curl up because I can't focus, I guess. Um, mm. But I listen to like a new Dickens book every Whoa. year. Um, this last one was 22 yeah. hours and I'm like, well, I'm not going to get that before Goodreads, uh, required in. So I, I don't have that one yet, but like, I mean, I love a Christmas Carol. And then I even love the stupid one called chimes, which is kind of scary. These ghost stories <laughs> of Christmas, um, but the Muppet Christmas Carol is the best mm. version of that. Uh, I mean, I mean, Scrooge is pretty good, but, um, uh, I, it's just, I, I I like all of them. I like all of the versions of them. The Christmas I like carols, none of them. So that's that's really like Christmas, a Christmas Carol in any of its format, and it's a Wonderful Life. They're just the ones that are not on my list. Um, I, you, know, you know, like I said, I love White Christmas, but I don't care that much. My sister likes Holiday Inn. Not that big a fan. I'm like meh. But yeah, yeah, so the only thing I like about Wonderful Life is the ending. That's all, and that's you know basically what I like about Christmas Carol. I like the ending. Um. And so maybe that's... <laughs> you like the happily ever after, not the two hours of a guy being a dick. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was kind of fun, um, especially <laughs> in the Muppets, when, you know, he's a dick to the little rats. And then he's like, how would they like to be unemployed? And they're like, heat wave. You know, you don't remember that? <laughs> I mean, it was it was the greatest. I haven't seen it in many, years. Oh, many it's so years, good. But... It is so funny. Rizzo the rat. Yeah. I love Rizzo. Yeah. Now, I read some meme the other day that I am astrologically Rizzo. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Rizzo's, yeah, Rizzo's what, really what makes it. And then, um, <laughs> um, but anyway, I recently watched that as well. So it's kind of on the brain. But, uh, you know, I, I think Nightmare Before Christmas is the one that I should be all for because I love the aesthetics and I love Disney. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, it's there. Like I said, I, we watch it a lot around Halloween. I just don't need to watch it again at Christmas. Yeah. I mean. I, the, speaking of Halloween, so the Christmas, the peanut stuff, I could mm -hmm. give a shit about. I'm like, meh. My brain thinks I like it. Like, I hold fond memories of that. But when I rewatch them, I'm I'm very meh about them as well. Weird. And so, mm -hmm. All right. So, listeners, tell us your favorite movies, holiday movies specifically. And your mm -hmm. least favorite, because I like to see that in there. Because I don't think that uh, you are on the right side of history with this Christmas Carol thing. <laughs> I don't care. It's terrible. I hate it. So it's not like it's not like you said it's a wonderful life was terrible. You're talking about one of the oldest writers, the most yeah, uh, and I hate him too. I had to memorize like that first full two page bullshit on whatever it was when I was in high school. I'm like, nope. Well, that's why you don't like it. But I mean, it's no. good. It's just, yeah. it's just damn good. So. It is not good. So I, not I just, like I maybe it was good in 1492 when they wrote it, but now I think less. it was a little later than 1492. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but let's replace it with 1492 because what else could happen in that year? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, just, uh, just, uh, just the spread of disease. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, unless you said a yeti full of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anywho, oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, so I guess it's I, also like seven p.m. and it feels like like two in the morning. Oh, what? I know. I'm well, it is the shortest winter. Day of the year. You know, winter. I guess. I guess suck. if you put two and two together, you could tell what day we recorded this. <laughs> 
I don't know. Did we record earlier when I was talking about looking at the, the moon and or Jupiter and uh-uh. uh, Saturn? I don't think so. Oh, never mind. No. Never mind. They were aligned today. Ooh. I know. I, had to... I actually quoted the whole Christmas star thing from uh, vacation. So. Yes. You missed all of yeah. the good stuff, people. You missed all of that. that but it's awesome. probably, we may have hit record, so maybe it'll be on the end. I don't know. I we'll don't see. Know. You have to listen through the ads and the music to find out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But again, let us know what your favorite, and then maybe next year we will cover one of them in our. Maybe we'll watch something and plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Last year we did Merry Christmas, didn't we? Or was that the year before? I don't even know. I can't keep up. We did what? I don't remember. We this did at all. our favorite Chris movie. Remember which Chris Evans, Pines, whatever? Uh, I don't you remember, remember all those movie episodes we covered before this exact episode. It was one of those. I don't. I don't remember that at all. So we, we so we covered that we one. covered we covered every Chris movie. Yeah, no, we just covered the Chris's themselves. Oh, it was like, who's your favorite? We did a poll on Twitter. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about just incredibly professional, just the Marvel <laughs> ones, the the Marvel and DC no. ones, or did we go into like Chris Rock and stuff? And I don't know that Chris Rock ever came up. Maybe he did. Hmm. But no, we had some other people brought in. Uh, oh, yeah. Lots. Yeah, yeah. We did the Somebody whole brought up Chris Sarandon. Yes. I remember now. I think it was Paul. <laughs> because who else would have Chris Sarandon as their favorite Chris? <laughs> because nobody else would. Sorry, Paul. No, no, no. Paul's was, uh, what's his name? Doc Brown. Oh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Paul's. I remember now. Now, it all came back to me now. It was two years ago then at the very least. Yep. <laughs> I can't keep up. Yeah. What a you w- think I'd been drinking, but I haven't. What a weird topic that we had picked. Well, because it was Christmas. So it was Christmas. Uh, I, I, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you guys have a good one that maybe we haven't seen, we'll cover it. Yeah. Or well, maybe we'll put it in a Does It Hold Up series if it's older mm-hmm. or um, or just review it next Christmas. Yeah. Because maybe so. We, we kind of dropped the ball this year and we had ne- nah. Netflix tell us what to, to watch. Historically, we drop the ball every year at Christmas, but that's okay. It's fine. It is a stressful time of year. <laughs> it is. There's a lot going on. Yep. We have to get we have to get jammed up to uh, to start again new in January. That's we're, whoop, yeah. that's really what it is. Is it's like everything you just start punting. Yeah, I'll deal with that next year. That's <laughs> true. We're gonna go into spring training starting in January. Yep. Or something. I don't know. All right. Are we ready for our internet quote? I think we are. Okay. So this one is just a random person on Twitter, which I like. At Dee Smith. This therapist. It seems like you have a problem projecting your feelings onto others. Me. No, I don't. You're the one with the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I get that a lot. Yep. That's, so. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious so funny i know it's anyway, so, so it's christmas time and we're singing <laughs> i'm in a christmas store and i'm singing isn't that what he says i'm in a store and i'm singing <laughs> there's no singing at the north pole <laughs> yes there is i loved his his wanda name tag that cracked me up oh yeah oh, anyway so uh reminders you guys if you want to get yourself some nerdy bitches merch or just check out some other awesome indie artists you can go to nerdybitches.com slash store and you can find all the good stuff that we have there logo t-shirts and coffee mugs and all sorts of fun stuff um you can also we have a uh 
an artist that we're highlighting, our awesome friend Izzy from Everything I Learned from Movies, has her art store at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And you can use our code NERDY, N-E-R-D-Y, to get 15% off of your delightful art purchases. I personally have Predator Loves Kittens, and I think we have a couple of different other art pieces. I've got all kinds of stuff from that site. But I just realized I bought three uh, stocking stuffers for my family, and Mm -hmm. I didn't use our code. (laughs) You didn't use our code. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. son of a bitch. You got to remember the code, y'all. I know. Nerdy. 15% yeah. off. You will. Uh, and and again, support local. Support your independent artists. Don't just go buy shit off Amazon because Amazon stole Lizzie's artwork and put it on the thing. I so know. Bullshit. Like, it's the worst. Yeah. So, so bad. Um, I got, and I've been saying they should do this forever, is those uh, bottle opener pins with the magnet back. Oh, they have the magnet backs? Yes. I'm okay, so I got a text her. But she made she made those bottle openers for us mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, but they did not have magnetic backs at the time. But I kept saying they're missing an opportunity, mm-hmm. like whoever is the manufacturer of these buttons and stuff, to put a fucking magnet on the back because yep. genius. Yeah. So I'm gonna order some of those to send out to our fun people because that would be great. Yeah. So you can also help us support our show. As I said, you can go to the store and purchase, or you can go to our Patreon account patreon.com slash nerdy bitches and become one of our patrons send us a topic we will put it in line to discuss amongst other patron topics it'll be amazing and you can also go check out our friends on our age of radio network ageofradio.org yay is that all the things i think that's all the things that's a lot of the things <laughs> i need a list of things we need yeah we need a checklist we need to be prepared <laughs> But yeah, you know what? Maybe we'll get that as a New Year's resolution. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. We're off the I cuff. Know. People know we're off the cuff. Here's the deal. We, I don't think we're going to have a 2020. I think 20 is just going to continue rolling oh, until yeah. it's not it gets itself worked out. Pretty, it's not going to be over next month, that's for sure. Or at the end of the no. month. In the next nine days, 10 days. No, no. Nope. We're not going to be done with this by then. So y'all get some cute masks off of the Nerdy Bitches Face mm-hmm. uh, site there. We have awesome cute things and uh get you a tote bag for all your books you're gonna read in 2021 oh that's the other thing we have got our reading challenge rolling down for the year but we're gonna be picking it up again anew in january and our awesome friend chelsea up in canada is how she's been helping me for the last six or seven months to uh to run this group and we have got great ideas going forward and a lot of fun things we're going to be doing so come join us uh it's Facebook.com slash groups slash NBP reading challenge. Nerdy Bitches Podcast reading challenge. Can you so just come find us, it, like, join us? Just, what? I mean, that's kind of hard to do. Might as well just go to our website and click the link. You can do that too. It's easier. Yeah. Or you can just search Nerdy Bitches and it'll pop up. Does it? Okay. Yeah. See, Everything yeah. with our name and it pops up. See, why much, we can't. much easier than NBP uh you know, reading. <laughs> well, I was trying to make it so it didn't get blocked like everything else. Yeah, that's a very good point. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's fun. I like the reading challenge group. Um, yeah. And I'm almost it's done. A lot of I've got like six hours left of my last book. I just finished. Uh, I've got eight more books to read in the next nine, ten days. I can do it. It's easy. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Well, as long as I said like the one I picked up, my the one I just read, which is like one number 192, was 27 and a half hours long. So that was a mistake. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, but I did finish it. So now I just have to roll through with a bunch of like romance novels that only take me a couple hours to read. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's much easier. So anyway, I think we have uh, taken this little two episode series as long as we can go tonight. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> All righty. See you guys All right, next well, week. Y'all have a happy holidays, and we will see you next time. All right. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Cause of death, sassy.